Welcome to Business Can Be Better. This is the podcast that helps businesses become even better businesses. I'm one of the co-hosts, Lane Anderson. I own a marketing company called London Road Media. And I'm Kelly Ray Tamaki, founder and owner of TMH Business Coaching and Consulting. What's new with you, Kelly Ray? Oh, that question. What's new? Okay, what day is it? Today is Tuesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, man. Because it was a, a long weekend Monday, so it feels like a Tuesday, but it's actually Wednesday. New. Hmm. You're supposed to have thought of this. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying not to fit into the stereotype of the nerdy, over-planning, organized calendar person. <gasps> you know what? I don't have plan for podcasts in my calendar. That's what's happening. Oh, I'm you're not following your own coaching advice. Oh, people love getting me with that line. Yeah, so what's new? You had a great party on the weekend. Yeah, Celebrated we sending your kids back to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back to school it means back to work too. Okay. Once you have kids. That's it. it like it is. And even with clients, you'll see it almost like a seasonal trend. It's always the new year, like although not quite January, but more February, March. Kind of a spike or a wave of business owners wanting to try new things or a renewed enthusiasm. And then September is when it happens again. Or more like mid September to October. Because getting back into routine. Yeah. Back to school is back to work. You're right. That's that's what's new for me. My clients are back. Mm-hmm. In August, I'm like, what happened to all my clients? Everyone was sort of on vacation or, you know, we went away a little bit. But yeah, back to back to work. So is that going to mean more people listen to our podcast? Yes. Or, all of them. Or did they listen to it while they were sitting on a beach? Because it was summer. I don't I'm know. not Would sure how that? this is going to affect. I like to I like to study and read and educate myself when I'm on vacation. We might go from six listeners to seven. We only have six? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you're one of the six, we love you. It's probably my mom and Jocelyn. <laughs> Your wife and my mom. <laughs> love you guys. What's new with you? Everyone that listened to a podcast a few episodes ago remembers the story of me losing the key to my office. I definitely do. And I found the key to that <laughs> office uh, that I thought I lost on the way to walking my kids to preschool. And then I found it in the bottom of my kid's backpack when I was cleaning out to put them back to school. So I don't know how it got there because I didn't put it there. But somehow it went, it leapt from my pocket into their backpack in the course of walking them to school. When did you lose it? Walking them to school. I don't know. What was that, like a month ago? If they were Maybe in more. school, that no, must have been like June. No, like preschool, like summer daycare. Oh, okay. I was like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. So that's what's new. I got my key back. (laughs) Are we boring? And my keychain because I had a little sushi keychain that one of my employees got when he went to, um, where was he? He was in Thailand uh, a couple of months ago. So I got my keychain back because he brought it back for me. So I'm more happy about that. Yeah. I know Ben. I like Ben. Ben's amazing. Hi, Ben. (laughs) Now we'll see if he listens to our podcast. Yeah. Busted. Um, Yeah. One of my clients the other day said they made, they said, was that me you were talking about? And I was Uh-oh. like, oh, you're listening. Yes, oh, yeah, that I was mean, you. I mean, yes, that's good. It was complimentary. Yeah, it okay, wasn't, it was it complimentary. wasn't uh, this business owner I know did a very bad job. No, it was like okay. when I was really raving about that one business owner who does a good job asking probing leadership questions. Good. Yeah. Awesome. So that was good. So I'm like, oh, somebody does listen. <laughs> a few. It'll <laughs> grow. This is, this is where consistency is key. It's just great content over and over and over. Over and over. On that note, we should probably address that. So we were talking about this topic and Lane sort of 
uh, help me recognize that there will be some redundancy with the podcast we did a few weeks ago on how to have, what did you call it? Magical dream unicorn employees. Yeah. So basically, when we talk about being a good leader, there will be some things that you might have heard on the other podcast that you'll hear today. But I just want to encourage you, if you if you think, I've heard this before, well, ask yourself, am I doing this? Because knowing something and actually executing on it are two very different things. And knowledge is useless without execution. So if you think, oh, I've already heard this, or this was on the other podcast, there might be like one or two things that we might repeat. Don't think, I already know this. Think, am I implementing this? Right. I feel like if you hear something, it's like a common theme for you, or you hear it over and over again you know maybe you need to look at that sometimes you just need the right timing too you weren't ready for it that day or, yeah. you, or you didn't have the time to implement or you didn't have the space to process it or something you just the timing needs to be right it's okay to hear the same thing but right. this will be a bit different because last time we talked a lot about the things that you would do to get to really empower your employees to become great yeah. and now it's not so much about the actions or the tools the things that we do we're going to talk more about mindset like what kind of space and focus and mindset you need to have as a leader to be a great leader and yeah. that will play out and, and turn into specific actions um, but we're focusing more on the I guess what is it the mentality. psychology the mentality yeah, yeah. I, I don't like using that word psychology because then I feel like I'm underqualified yeah. to be talking we're not going to talk about psychology <laughs> I took a 101 and a 102 course Me in too. psychology in university which I loved but was <laughs> that's it the child psychology did you take that one no yeah that was but really that's interesting. the entirety of my psychology uh, knowledge I loved psychology in university but it made me overthink so much that it almost made me crazy yeah it, I feel like that's a, a pit that you could fall into <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I saw the edge and then stepped away I'm like no I'm not going down that hole so anyways today's topic is leadership focus mm-hmm. or leadership mentality right we kind of wanted to share our experiences and what we've sort of adopted as our leadership mentalities and how it works for us and talk about some of the dangers of um adopting a negative sort of leadership mentality and also just I think the overarching theme for today is leadership thinking or leadership focus or leadership mentality is you have to think about the way you think right and that's not a very common it's meta it's very yeah. meta yeah <laughs> it's not a very common conversation and it's you know in my role working with clients we do a lot of things you know I'm like have these KPI meetings, create this financial plan, create this marketing plan. Like we do Mm -hmm. things, right? But we also change the way we think. And yes, those things that we do and create and execute on are super powerful, but the most powerful things come from paradigm shifts. Yeah. And also the most powerful things I think you, me, my clients, all business owners can do as leaders is give their staff paradigm shifts. Right. You know, like if you have a certain mentality or a certain way of thinking, it can be really hazardous dangerous to your business because you know you mentioned some people have that scarcity mindset right Right. or like that some people are always out to get me yeah you know and if you have that mentality in business it's very I think I'm going to overuse the word negative and positive today the the words (laughs) negative and positive but um if you're if you're constantly thinking that someone is out to take advantage of you that comes across to people even if you're one of those people who thinks that oh my employees can't tell I'm in a bad mood or my employees can't tell that I hate them or my employees can't tell that I don't trust them. Yes, they can. They definitely can. They yeah. can feel yeah. it. And it's not just your employees, although I would be most concerned about my employees in terms of my leadership focus because they're the most immediately affected, I, I guess you could say, but also your clients or investors or partners or strategic alliances out in the community or anyone who gets an impression of your brand if you have a certain negative mentality or focus or way of thinking like people are out to get me or people are out to take advantage of me 
that comes across to people and people don't want to be around that. Right. People yeah. don't want to be do business with people like that. People don't want to work for people like that. And so that's when you start to see if this isn't clicking for you yet and you're kind of like, I don't really get this, what they're talking about, or I don't understand how this applies to me. A really good way to recognize that you don't have an effective leadership mentality is if you ever hear yourself saying, everybody's doing this or right. nobody's doing that or all my employees are screwing this up or all my customers are annoying. It's like, no, dude. Right. There's something you need to change. Yeah. So I think the the gist of what we revolve around in our discussion today is that a positive mindset makes you a better leader, right? And that I'm kind of wondering when management style shifted to that. And of course, not everyone has, but it is what we're saying is not groundbreaking and it is pretty um, common. You know, I, I spent a lot of time, maybe too much time on LinkedIn. And there's lots of stuff about management and leadership and people saying things like this about how you empower your employees, you know, that, that they don't necessarily, they work for you technically, but that you really work for them, that you're there to make them sort of break out what they can be, the best they can be to make them great employees. But that is not, uh, that's a pretty new concept. Like it used to be really uh, praised that you could have a management style, like people would say things like I run a tight ship or something like mm-hmm. that, which usually mean like, you know, you're carrying the whip and everything runs smoothly and it's not really, it's not a lot of concern about how happy people are. You're just like, no, this is this is the process and you do it this way and, and you just push people along the rat race or in the hamster wheel or whatever we want to call it. But I'm just wondering, I wonder, like, I haven't been in it long enough, but I wonder when this shift really happened. But I think it's a good shift. I don't think it's, it's not a trend like, oh, this has just popped up and that's how things are now. I think it's an evolution. I think it's, it's, it's a better form, not just a different form. I would say it's a better form of management style that has become more popular i love the way you put that and it reminded me of something from school have you heard of theory x and theory y no it was it's kind of two ways of thinking management styles and when you were talking i was thinking a really good question for us to ask our listeners is write down what your management or sorry your leadership mentality is or what is your leadership focus or what is your leadership motto like you said I run a tight ship. Like that was an example of some old school management, right? Um, I think if you're listening to this and you really want to get the most out of this, I would write down, what is my current leadership mentality? You Mm -hmm. know, and then I would write down, how is that serving me? So if you think I run a tight ship, great, Lane, congratulations, you run a tight ship. (laughs) How's that working out for you? Yeah. And then it's like, well, my employees are scared of me, so they do a good job when I'm when I'm there and I'm looking over their shoulder. But when I'm not there, for some reason, they're just not productive, you know, or they hate me or they never come to my staff barbecues or things like that. But theory X and Y were really like, theory X was authoritative and theory Y is called participative. And I just Googled this so that I wouldn't, wouldn't screw this up. But I can't wait till we're, we're live so we can Google this and show it to people if yeah. they're watching on YouTube live. But basically, it was the difference between people who thought that human beings were innately bad and they right. had to be poked and prodded right. and pulled and forced into doing things versus the thinking that people are good and they mm-hmm. want to do a good job and you just really need to involve them and engage them and keep them happy really I, so how do we how do you change that cuz i i really do believe that humans are innately good that humans want to help each other that humans will go out of their way to be good to other humans so do i yeah but I mean, there's plenty of examples of people who feel quite the opposite, that you have to be on guard, that everyone's out to get you, that if 
you don't, you know, put three deadbolts on your door that someone's going to rob you. <laughs> like all of these things that people live in a cult, like in a, a constant state of fear, which I refuse to participate in. But how, how do you switch that? And I really don't know the answer to that. Well, I just, I was talking to a coach yesterday and, and it's funny when a coach is coaching a coach because they're like, well, you already know this, but and it's like, no, actually I don't because I'm not fully doing it. Right. That's why I believe in coaching. That's why I am a coach. But mm-hmm. your way of thinking, you, you, you said this before, you know, you as a person and you as a business owner are the same one and the same. Right. You don't have a personal life lane and a work life lane. No. You know, like you are one person who has a business and a home life. So the answer is that you can't just change your leadership mentality. You have to change your mentality. Mm-hmm. And that's why coaching is so, it's very rare that a human being willingly sits down and says, let me pay you to help me change my mind and be a better person. Right. Because that's what making your business better is. Make you a better person. Yeah. And by extension, make a better business. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, and it has to be that way because as business owners, especially small to medium-sized businesses, your business is a reflection of you. So the way you think about people or your leadership mentality is absolutely creating the business that you have. So if it's not profitable or it's a super negative culture or people aren't happy there or your customers are getting treated badly, there is something that you believe and a way of thinking that you have adopted that's showing up. That's what's creating your results. Yeah, yeah it manifests into your business for sure, yeah. Oh, and you used that word. I was trying to stay away from woo-woo words because, (laughs) you know, like the secret and all that sort of stuff, the law of attraction. Don't get me wrong. We could talk about this for days, but I don't want people to think that I'm talking about, you know, put this good energy out and good energy will come. I want to give you real actionable things, you know, real, I was going to say scientifically proven things, but I don't have any scientific proof. I'm sure that we could if we Googled (laughs) it. it. Um, But if you think people are bad, I can't trust my staff. My staff sucks. You know, I'm I'm literally quoting people that mm-hmm. I've talked to in the past month. They will suck and you won't be able to yeah. trust them and they will let you down because they feel you feeling that way and they see your face and they hear you sighing and they, you know, they sense your frustration and they're being defeated and deflated and just being made to feel bad about themselves every time you criticize them, look for something that's wrong, complain about something, uh, stress about the business. I know so many business owners who, you know, I think they take the vulnerability and authenticity piece too seriously and start telling their, their staff all the time, oh, we're so broke, you know, we have no money in the bank, I'm really stressed. If you don't, if you don't do this, we won't be able to build a client. It's like, oh my gosh, how can your employee <laughs> be engaged? They're trying to look for another job. You're telling right. them you're going out of business. Yeah. You know. So if you come in with a mentality that's like, we got this. We're solution focused. Here's your goals. What can we do? The team will follow you on that. Yeah. And if- and it's not this, like you talking about the secret. It's not the universe paying you back what you put out or something. I mean, you can believe that if you like, but there's plenty of explanation, other explanations of how that's happening. It's just, there's, I I think of it when people talk about luck, like obviously luck is not a thing that exists. You can't have good luck or bad luck. You can retroactively, like retrospectively, you can look back and be like, that was unlucky, but because you're unlucky then doesn't make you unlucky into the future. Like you don't contain luck. And so a lot of people will say, oh, that like you're, you're so lucky or something. But there's the saying that it's funny that the harder the work, the harder you work, the luckier you get, because it's mm-hmm. more like, no, you're, there's things you're doing that make you lucky, if you want to call it that. We, we've had that a lot. Like um, my wife and I really designed our life and became really intentional architects about what do we want our life to look like. And people are just like, wow, you guys are so lucky because you have this and you're able to work like this and you have kids like this and all these 
things that we've created in our life, like, wow, you're so lucky. <laughs> it's like, well, actually, this was a lot of intentional planning and hard work that got it to there. Of course, there's still luck. Like, I actually probably think there's more luck involved than a lot of people do, that, that folks think, well, if you just work your butt off, that you are going to be successful. And that's not a proven, um, dependable thing. Like, there is a luck factor in there, and I think it's probably... 50-50. I think my success is a lot of hard work and also a lot of just good timing and good circumstances and luck. But um, maybe others. 50% hard work and 50% good leadership mentality. <laughs> and luck had no factor no, whatsoever. No, 0%. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that people identify um, good things happening as something like luck when you can look at, no, there was this input that made that the output. And it's not the universe rewarding you back unless you want to believe that Don't that's get what me it wrong. is. <laughs> Make a vision board. Mark my words. Vision board. Okay. I love vision boards. You know what, I though? Do Here's the scientific thing for that. Or, okay. And I'll research this later. I'm, we cannot make this 25-minute podcast an yeah, hour can. today. <laughs> no. So um, I used to do vision boards all the time. And I loved it because every morning I would just kind of see a picture of a goal that I had. Yeah. And then every time I got a goal like making a new vision board and being like, oh, I got all this stuff on here. Like that was such a great feeling for me. So that's why you should do it. For me, it's a, it was a daily reminder of what my goals were. Yeah. You know, I'm not not saying, you know, put it on a, a poster board and it comes, you have to work. Yeah. But I think having that goal top of mind is a really good idea. And that's a leadership mentality mm-hmm. is being goal oriented. Yeah, keeps you focused. Eye on the prize, as you say, right? You literally do, because you just put it up there and it. Why does everything you, you say steps? make me think of old hit I'm just, songs? I'm awful at, like. We should start adding a playlist to our. I'm using way too many cliches. I yeah. hate cliches, and I'm bringing them all out today. So, what's your leadership mentality? Um, today, I tweeted and LinkedIn posted that the biggest life hack of all time is positivity and optimism. And I. I, I like truly it. believe that. I don't. I don't think there's anything you can do that'll have a bigger uh, positive impact on your life than just having an optimistic outlook and a positive attitude. I love that. Really fits but with our topic. I know. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But I think, yeah, I, I think that when we're talking about being meta and thinking about how you think, like that's a that's a tough one. I spend a bit of time on that, but only when I'm thinking in a way that's unusual. Like if I'm grumpy or irritable or something. And then I'm like, why? Like I try and figure out like what, was there something like triggered this? Am I just having a bad day? We're going to use another cliche. Woke up on the bed, wrong side oh, of the bed. Oh man, killing me. <laughs> but I think even Mika rolled her But really on that one. think about why. And sometimes I don't know the answer. So you're just like, well, I guess I need to make a decision and not be this way and try and figure out how do we switch it around. And maybe it's taking a minute and go for a walk or listen to something or read something. I don't know what, you got to find your thing, but you have to first identify, like acknowledge that that's happening and then try and search for the reason why. And often there isn't one. You're just like, no, I'm just irritable. Like nothing justifies me feeling this way. So let's switch it around. A lot of people are going through horrible things and in a lot of bad circumstances, and you're allowed to be upset with what's happening in your life. But I think both of us and a lot of people listening are probably don't have things I would allow them to complain about. Yeah, really. But I think you you kind of we have to circle back to that point of it's not common to think about how you think. Mm-hmm. It's just not. And it's unfortunate because I think if a, a lot more people were more aware of how they were feeling and how they were thinking, then this world would be a lot nicer place to live in. Right. So for me, there's a couple things that I do intentionally to make sure I feel good because as a coach and, you know, not an inexpensive coach, you know, as as experts mm-hmm. in the space, both of us, you know, we're not um, we're not cheap. 
you right. know, but part of that, what they pay for is the person, right? Yeah. So when you show up, you're not coming to a meeting half asleep, hungover, thinking, ugh, got to get this client out of the way. Yeah. You're coming with a leadership, a service mentality, right? And for me, before my client meetings, if I don't feel awesome, on fire, like super connected, super inspired, pumped about what's on the agenda for the meeting, I physically like, I'll move around, I'll dance, I'll listen to music, <laughs> yeah. I'll review like yeah. this set of statements that I have that I journal about in the mornings. Like I make myself think better mm-hmm. because I have to, because I can't serve my clients if I'm not thinking the right way. Right. And the right way for everyone will be different, but I think it would really help people to get it down to one sentence. Because, you know, for me, I know there's one sentence that I always read and write every morning, but like I need to be really on in order to be able to serve because if I'm not full and happy and bright and optimistic and solution oriented and just like lit up, I think lit up is the best word. I can't serve. I can't serve from an empty cup or an empty bowl. So that's why I work so hard to get myself sort of on, you know? Right. But like, and that's no different. Like you're talking about your relationship with your clients, but that's there's absolutely no difference when you're talking about employees. Like maybe we're less thoughtful about that because our clients pay us, so we definitely want to go into that. Yeah. But it's exactly the same with your employees. Absolutely. Like, if, like you need to be doing that before you unlock the office door in the morning. Right? It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So true. And you're right. Those poor employees, they totally get the. You know, if a really difficult client leaves afterwards, you're like the door closes and you're like, oh man. Yeah. And you know, like we talked about that in that other podcast, you've got to role model what you want. Mm-hmm. You can't be complaining about the the client or looking for what's wrong or, or that sort of thing. But if you've got a leadership mentality that's, you know, people are lazy or there's no good employees out there or business is hard. Wow. Sorry. I was counting. <laughs> <laughs> How many are we going to get to? <laughs> um, you got to look at that and really yeah. ask yourself, is this serving me? Is this serving my employees? Is this creating a successful business? Because if you can find another way of thinking, you know, what is good in my business? You know, maybe that could be your thing. Every day you say, what is great about my business? And you know, at least there's some freedom there for scheduling. At least you have the opportunity to create something. You know, at least you don't have to work for someone else. Well, that's the biggest lie of all, I think. I mean, (laughs) when people think I didn't want to have a boss anymore. Like, well, now you have a thousand bosses. Now you have lots. You never escape that. (laughs) No. I tried to tell my daughter one day, I think it was my daughter, like a year ago, and we're talking, she doesn't understand, like a, she's now almost eight, but a seven-year-old or six-year-old or whatever she was at the time doesn't understand the job of a marketer. Like, that's not something you can really explain <laughs> what that is. But I was trying to say it because she asked, like, so who is your boss? And I'm like, I don't, I don't have a boss. I have, like, I work for myself. It's my business. I don't have a boss. And she's like, she just wouldn't believe me. She's like, no, no, I think you're hiding something, she said, or something like that. She, like, wouldn't believe me. She's like, no, you've got a boss. I'm like, that's yeah, you're so right. Funny. I do have bosses. <laughs> yes. What's your, uh, do you have a quick tip ready? What's a quick tip that you can give people to take away? Something actionable? What do you have? You know, I want to talk about the calendar. This is another one of those things that like maybe someone it's the timing is right today. They're ready to hear it now. You know, I tried to read a book a few years ago and I just couldn't. It was like my brain wouldn't let me. I was like, yeah. I hate this book. And then when I read it again, oh, Profit First too. Oh, was it? Actually, no, not that one. I was thinking oh, about another, another one. Oh, another one, you mean, okay. Eckhart Tolle book. But um, 
I really believe what you said. You know, it's the timing's got to be right. So if you're one of those people that's like, oh, man, with the calendar again, <laughs> listen, people, please, if this is annoying you, like, let it in. Think about it. But systemizing your success, like, it's so, so important. You have to make some, you have to make these things automatic. So I really want you to think about your thinking, you know, whether it's every morning before you go into the office, you have in your calendar, check my attitude or like put your leadership mantra in there. Or put uh, an alarm on your phone and change the label from alarm to, you know, I'm here to serve. Or whatever mentality that you come up with that makes you... Do something awesome. Yeah, do something awesome. (laughs) Did you trademark that yet? Not yet. Well, you can steal that because it's not trademarked yet. Put it on your phone. It's quick. I need to talk to my lawyer. Yeah, you better do that quick. Um, But yeah, systemize it. Put it in your calendar or set an alarm on your phone just to remind you, like, who do you want to be? How do you want to think? Don't leave it up to chance because... Most of us are just kind of wandering through the day, reacting and responding to things. And it's yeah. like, no, be more intentional. Set your leadership mentality. Nice. Put it on Put it on something. Put it on the wall so you see it all the time. But yeah, systemize it so you don't have to think about it. Okay, so I have a tip that's uh, a quick tip that's somewhat related to this, only because I think this company, just from the impression I get, is that they probably have a good optimistic and positive and there's a good leadership there there must be so i borrowed um purple cow from you from seth godin and i'm only like 30 pages in maybe <laughs> basically the premise of purple cow is it's something remarkable you won't drive past a field as brown cow brown cow brown cow brown cow and the first two you see you're like oh cool a cow and then 200 cows later it's not very interesting but if you see a purple cow it's remarkable so it's all about doing something remarkable so I, we ordered some, here's another cliche, we ordered um, some beanbag chairs for our office because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we are a cliche. Um, so we had beanbag chairs and we ordered from Big Joe, uh, a company called Big Joe, and they came in these big cardboard boxes and on the outside of the cardboard box, it says, look on the bottom for instructions to turn this box into a castle. And on the box, there's just, it's not even perforated. Like they didn't do anything extra to this box. It just has cut lines drawn on the box. And then on the bottom, it shows you like how you cut it and tape it together. And and it was still summer holidays. My daughter was at the office with us. So that became her daily That's project awesome. that we opened this box and we turned their shipping envelope, basically like their container into something that was almost like the highlight of Aww. receiving that product that we could cut it up, tape it up, color it, make this um, make this castle. Oh, we're going to make this the photo for our um, podcast this episode. Yeah, Cause, awesome. Because I took that photo of me sitting in the castle. Oh, that's um, awesome. But, like, it was just a remarkable thing and made it a memorable experience of receiving that. And we've received countless shipments from Wayfair <laughs> since we've made our office. And this is the only one that I, I posted about on every channel. I was like, look at this amazing thing. Like this is genius marketing. They just took a cardboard box and made it part of the customer experience. And that's remarkable. And and in in Seth's book, what he says is that it's remarkable because like something interesting about it is that it's remarkable because you're the first person to do it. And so if, you know, it's cool when the first five people do it, it's kind of like flash mobs. Like when the first five people do it, flash mobs are a cool thing. And then when everyone starts doing it, it's not remarkable anymore. And that's what, yeah. (laughs) So if everyone starts doing this to the boxes, they ship things in, it won't be remarkable anymore. And that's the problem with, with trying to do things remarkable is you can't 
follow, like the point or what makes a leader a leader is that they were the first person to do it. And the person that follows is no longer doing something remarkable. So, But speaking of all of this, something remarkable was I posted about reading this book. And so Seth Godin, I got like a message in my Instagram inbox. And it's like, Seth Godin sent you a voice message. And it wasn't him, but it's like his like someone that runs a social. And they're like, hey, Lane, hope you're enjoying the book. Like, have a great week and everything. They sent a personalized voice message. And like, that's a remarkable ridiculously unscalable thing to do that's just a standout awesome thing when you see in your instagram inbox that you got a voice message from seth godin wow that's impressive it is impressive purple cow in it on instagram so we're talking about do something remarkable something and actually so i actually wrote a question here's what you need to think about is what is one thing you could was one thing you could go way beyond expectation with and no one else is doing just something truly remarkable in one it could be the littlest thing like just as a leader you know as a leader yeah do something remarkable <laughs> we're changing my tagline i guess Oh, like I think we just changed the podcast. Also, isn't this supposed to be called a quick tip? We yeah, didn't. We is, didn't label it quick. this time. Lane's off track. I'm just like calendar. Okay, let's end this. Okay. Thanks for Thanks blasting for this long. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we're recording at my place. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna start transitioning to the new style with going live next week's the practice two more episodes and then we'll be live okay. every week all right so you can follow me on twitter lane underscore anderson look me up on linkedin and you can find me on instagram lane b anderson so linkedin and facebook kelly ray tamaki tmh business coaching and consulting and then on instagram kelly ray tamaki tmh by the way this was way better than we recorded it yesterday oh yeah i thought that i didn't know if that was going to come out but sometimes when you were repeating things from yesterday it was funny we were recording yesterday and the memory card was full and it didn't bring anything to we're notoriously put in a new over one. 25 minutes we're sorry okay not much though we're good talk to you next See week ya.